JMV here with Brian Kahn from Floors to Your Home. Fans, if you're shopping for flooring of any kind, you need to check these guys out. You're going to have the most incredible, totally hassle-free shopping experience ever. JMV, we really appreciate you saying that. That's our goal every day, to offer our customers a quick, easy, and hassle-free experience at all of our Floors to Your Home locations. Fans, it works like this. You see the product you like. It's going to be cheaper than anywhere else. That's for sure. Then you can immediately take it home with you or have it installed. That's right. No hassle, no special order. Just see it, buy it, and take it home, or have it installed. Like three rooms of hardwood, laminate, or waterproof flooring starting at just 349 and they have everything in stock. I'm doing my whole house, and believe me, this is the best shopping experience you'll ever have. Three convenient locations, Avon, Noblesville, and Brookville Road. Who gives the quickest, easiest, and most hassle-free buying experience? Floors to your home. That's who. On the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline, I believe him to be right now, staked out in Portland at the uh, second of two after winning last night in Portland. Got Portland coming up on Thursday. The best out west so far at 38-16. and 16. And with uh, Minnesota, also the head coach of the Western Conference All-Stars. So he'll be in town coming up this weekend to Chris Finch as the head coach of the Timberwolves on the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline. Hey, Chris, thank you very much for the time here in Indy with us. How are you? I'm great. Appreciate you guys having me on. Yeah, fantastic. Your team is playing fantastically. I want to get into them a little bit, then get into the All-Star break and being a part of this. The thing I noticed, I guess, the most is being a huge basketball fan and watching the NBA is just the, the different level your team seems to play defensively right now, which is something I'd like to see the Pacers get into at some point. I just don't think it's going to happen this year. What has been that evolution process with your team defensively that has made them so much better it seems this season well you know listen i think you got to have guys who you know like and value and are good at playing defense i mean it sounds kind of basic but it's it's true it's a good place to start we're fortunate to have a lot of two-way players um and you know some of our young players in particular are you know really good defenders they take the challenge and guard on the ball uh and then you know, then it just becomes about learning the league, learning these players, picking up tendencies and the schemes and the coverages, and that just takes experience and time. And, and uh, you know, Anthony Edwards, for example, always been great on the ball. His competitiveness is at a high level, but off the ball, he gets better and better every year just with familiarity. Um, and then, of course, you know, we have Rudy Gobert, who is uh, drives it all. Like he, it, it's his approach to defense. It's his uh, you know, his desire to, to want to be great at that end of the floor and instill that into his teammates. So you got to be good at the point of attack, which is really hard to do in today's NBA with the rules and the skill. Uh, and then you got to be good at the rim. And, you know, fortunately, we have those things covered. You know, we have things that we're not as good at, but we got the basics covered, so that gives us a fighting chance every night to be a good defensive team. He is Chris Finch, the head coach of the Minnesota Timberwolves, and your Western Conference All-Star head coach here coming up on Sunday in Indy with the All-Star game. He's on the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline. You guys, I'm always curious about this because Miles Turner also is like a, a block guy, gets a lot yeah. of blocks. And the thing that stands out to me about Gobert is uh, it is even more so an impact with those that drive. Let's just say they get past 
past that point of attack that you're talking about. They get into the paint, get into the lane, and then there's a detour after that because just his simple presence there makes them have a change of heart about attacking the rim. How big is that even beyond, Chris, the block itself? Yeah, I think well, we talk about it all the time. It's deterrence. You know, the deterrence is the, probably the, the thing that you can't measure, which is probably the biggest impact, you know, driver to changing the way these teams want to play. I mean, you look at the new NBA, there's such a, you know, emphasis on efficiency. What is efficiency? It's, you know, open threes, making threes at a high rate and getting to the rim. And, you know, if you're able to kind of take one of those away, you you got a chance to be a good defensive team. And there's different ways to do both. But, um, you know, with Rudy in there and, you know, and, and guys like, uh, you know, that just have a massive deterrence to it just changes the way teams want to play. They get in there, they may settle. They get in there, they might kick out to guys who, you know, are not the first shooting option. So, yeah, that's, that's something that we understand is, really driving a lot of, of our defensive impact. I often wonder this, too, because we're the same age. I'm assuming you're the class of 1988, like I'm the class of 1988. So you and I have, have gone through a change in dynamic, a change, generationally speaking, of the way basketball is played here. And the traditional center when we were growing up is the non-traditional center nowadays. Does it take a little bit more to work in a guy like Rudy Gobert now that that is kind of viewed as such a non-traditional pivot or a non-traditional center in this era of basketball? I think schemat—I think like schematically, uh, you know, teams are trying to play out of tons of pick and roll, spread spread the floor, run pick and roll, create, you know, three-pointers out of it or shots at the rim. I think that is familiar with, with everybody now. What takes some time is just, you know, do you have the guys on your team that are able to throw lobs? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, can you, can you get the ball to a guy like Rudy you know, in the most opportune spots, you know, above the rim, um, you know, at the, you know, in, 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 in and around the rim when he's able to seal again, switches. Um, so yeah, so that, that's what's taken us a little bit of time. I and mean, we've had some guys that uh, are better at it and naturally have played with, with lob threats before. Um, you know, you guys have an incredible one there and Tyrese can make every pass on the floor, but not everyone can. So it just takes a while, you know, to rep it out and practice and come, come across the different situations in the game. It's uh, Chris Vance, the head coach of Minnesota, the Western Conference All-Star coach on the Andy Moore Automotive Group pylon. You said after the game last night that went in Portland, it was a second of a back-to-back. When you were asked about you know you know what it what it takes to win a back-to-back, you mentioned your guys just like to play basketball. And that yeah. is a large part of that. And you can see that, too. And it's beyond the success, right? It's beyond the success of winning or hitting shots or feeling good. It's just wanting to get out there and suit up whenever you're called upon. And that is a big deal, especially in a long NBA season with a lot of these back-to-back situations like that. Yeah, it is. Uh, and, and it, you know, trickles down. It's leadership. Mike Conley, uh, you know, uh, 17 years in the league, he just wants to play every night. He doesn't want to be on any kind of rest or, or load management program. Um, and that sets the tone. Like, Rudy loves to play every single night. You know, our young guys, you know, fortunately, they're, they're wired. They want to play. They love the competition. They like to be out there. Um, you know, they're not looking for nights off. And you got to manage it. And that, we have a deep team. We have, we're fortunate enough to have a deep roster. We had um, we have nine, ten, eleven. Some, you know, before the trade deadline, we had a couple guys in Shake Milton, Troy Brown, who were definitely NBA rotation players who we just weren't able to get into our rotation. But we had uh, a lot of guys, so I think that helps too. 
so you're able to manage these games and these minutes in a in a healthy way without just having to park guys. Uh, I'm not a big fan of that. Organizationally, our president of basketball operations, Tim Connolly's not. We don't think it's good for our organization. We don't think it's good for our young players. We don't think it's good for the league or the product overall. So we've been advocates of trying to play. And that's not to say that, you know, teams that aren't resting or aren't doing it strategically or for the right reasons, but it's become too much of a thing. And, um, you know, we're just going to try to do our thing to play every single night. You mentioned Mike Connolly, 17 years in the NBA. He is from Indianapolis and just won so much uh, at Lawrence North High School. He and Greg Oden as a part of that that particular group. What does he bring to the table besides wanting to play every night, never wanting a night off? What does that 17 years of guidance and leadership bring to your team with a great deal of youth that's a part of the winning going on there? Well, he's been so impactful to our young players. You always hear about these vets, right? Like, you need a veteran presence on, on a team with young players, but you got to have a veteran presence who can still go out there and get it done. That's what gains the most amount of respect from a young player. Playing alongside a guy that can still get it done, but also impart the knowledge and experience that he has and teach him everything. And he's just, he's be, he, you know, I, I said this before, I'm not sure Mike came here wanting to be a leader. I mean, he is a, naturally a great leader, but he... He is a, a you know, he has become an incredible um, leader for us. Just in his, his presence, the way he talks to our our guys, like calm. And then, of course, he still can go out and play at a high level. And his clutch performances, you know, he can just flow along in the game, make sure everything's going. And then when you need him to step up in the last four or five minutes, um, he can really just, you know, make all the plays that break the opponent's back. And when he's not been in or he's not played particularly well that night for, you know, whatever reason which happens, you know, we struggle. And um, and that's how important he is for us. And there's just many ways I can express it, but he's been everything we could expect it and more. So Chris Finch, not only the head coach of the best in the West in Minnesota, but the Western Conference all-star head coaches on the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline. Does it make it even more gratifying? I mean, having a season that's far from complete right now, but being yeah. the coach of the Western All-Stars being here in town this weekend, for the journey that has been your career that has you know gone to Europe as a player, as a coach, and then back over here, does it make that journey even more gratifying? It, it makes it more surreal. Uh, I mean, certain, everything, every, every day is gratifying to me in, in this job, one of the lucky ones. Uh, I really never ever thought I'd be coaching in the NBA. It wasn't a stated goal of mine. I always thought I'd be a small college coach somewhere. Um, but just the way things have unfolded for me, I've been really lucky. Uh, and this is just one more opportunity I can't believe that I get, you know, get. I think not many times in, in your career these days where you kind of get anxious or nervous about your environment. Uh, after you've been in a lot of different situations, but this one has the, that the makings of that nervous excitement that you have, um, you know, when you walk into an, something that feels really big. Hey, I, I feel bad about asking you this because I mean, hell, your team has a game coming up tomorrow night still in Portland. But have you thought about Sunday? Do you have some scripted plays that you're going to call for these guys, or are you going to turn them loose, or what the hell happens? What's going to happen? Yeah, no, I know. I've not thought about it a ton. I have made some phone calls to you know people around the league that I know have done it before, and you know gotten some advice. And yeah, yeah, I think it's the NBA is a player-driven, player star, a star player league. And you know, I, I'm going to leave it up to them. Like, hey, give me your favorite plays, and we'll try to incorporate them. And um, you know, we have a lot of fun with the guys too. And uh, 
Now I'm hoping that uh, we put on a good show. I like the fact that we returned to the East-West format. Um, I think it will infuse some natural competition, and um, I'm confident the guys will give give us a, a good a good performance on Sunday. Yeah, run a little flex motion or something like that, and just surprise <laughs> the hell out of everybody. <laughs> yeah, I mean, tell you, that's 1980s basketball right there. <laughs> yeah, they go, wait a minute, what are we doing? Here? What is this again? I don't even what is up. Right. So yeah, I got to move twice on this play. You're telling me? <laughs> wait, I don't go up and set a high ball screen. I, I seriously, I don't <laughs> jump pass. What am I allowed to do here? I don't know. So, yeah, I um, I did want to ask you this because you're a basketball lifer and you've been through so many different generations of that certainly um where is basketball today compared to how much has it changed since you were playing early stages as a coach and do you like the way that it has changed both in the way that is played and the way that it is officiated with the rules um well it's changed a lot i think you know, we covered some of that with you know talking about the the evaporation of the low post play. I mean, that's when we were growing up, you know, that's kind of where it all started. Um, I do like where the game is at because I love the amount of skill that's in the game right now at all positions. I mean, skilled bigs are, I mean, these guys are incredible to watch. You know, um, everybody has them. If you have them, you can they become like an offensive micro system. You can just run everything through them. Um, but I will say what I do miss a little bit, the game's become quite homogeneous. You know, you just, everyone's playing some version of the same style. It's one thing I do like, you know, about our, our lineup. We, you know, we, we were big, we play big. We try to stay big. We will post you up, but you know, we still try to play some modern analytically driven basketball too. spread you out. Uh, we, we try to be a hybrid according to what our personnel allows. Um, but I, even in Europe and, and around the world, like you used to be able to tell like, Hey, a Serbian team played like this, a German team played like that. Uh, Spanish team played with a bunch of flair, you know, and uh, and like like that's gone somewhat. You know, everyone kind of plays the same version, so I do miss that. But I think that's a result of just all this skill now, and of course, you know, the anal- analytics in the game. Like once you know these things to be true, and you can't unknow them. You know, efficient basketball is efficient basketball, and people are going to trend to that now. Yeah, and, and not oftentimes you're going to call call plays back in the 80s and the 90s where you drive it up the floor and uh, get past the hash mark and go ahead and shoot it. Just do it. Put it up. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I mean, shot, shots that people value now. And Yes. You know, Steph Curry's made, you know, uh, famous. Like, we weren't allowed to take those shots in high school. No. <laughs> No, well, I mean, in stepping stepping into it, I mean, the, yeah. these these they're not quite layups, but they, I mean, it, it they're easy shots when you know they come by surprise and there's not much of, of a closeout on you right there. So, and, and that's what everybody's learning. It is amazing, but you're right about the talent level, and you're going to be coaching that up coming up here in town on Sunday. Chris Finch is the head coach of Minnesota, your Western Conference All Star head coach. Now, when you see Michael Grady, make sure you tell him that I just talked to a guy in Indy that has a, a hell of a lot better jump shot than you do, okay? Make sure you tell him that. I will do. We love Michael, man. He's been awesome for us since no. he came come on board. He is a terrific dude. Hey, uh, the best of luck to you again tomorrow against Portland, and uh, have a great time here in Indianapolis in the weekend, Chris. We appreciate you. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks for having me on. It's uh, Chris Finch, the head coach of the Minnesota Timberwolves on the Andy Moore Automotive Group Hotline.